Why is alcoholism a disease? Welcome to the She's Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Fidelli. Here at She's Recovered, we are on a mission to reframe our understanding of alcohol recovery because science has finally made a way to make a normal drinker out of an alcoholic. We so value uncovering truth that largely science and research has uncovered for us and hearing stories from real live people who have implemented truth in their lives and who have experienced freedom as a result. It's my hope that you gain the courage and tangible strategies you need to help you to begin to truly heal so you can finally get to living the amazing life waiting for you on the other side. And I promise it is there waiting for you. So grab your cup of coffee, hot and strong, and let's go. So why is alcoholism a disease? My answer to that in short is that I don't know if I would call it a disease as much as a disorder. It is after all recognized in the DSM-5 as alcohol use disorder. And I think the similarity in the word disease and disorder is that the root cause of it is not behavioral in nature. It's not a matter of willpower. It's not about choice. It's about something going on in the body that is out of the person who suffers from its control. And as always, I want to start out by talking about why this is so important to talk about and understand. And then I want to share what my proposed answer to you is of why alcoholism is a disorder. And then I want to share a little bit about who I am and why I'm so passionate about this. And then I want to share how you individually and as a society at large, we can take tangible steps towards healing from alcoholism or helping others who suffer from this. And then if you or someone you know suffers from alcoholism, stick around to the end because I have something for you that will help you take a first step towards truly healing so you can get to living the amazing life that's waiting for you on the other side. And I promise it is waiting for you on the other side. All right, are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so why is this so important to talk about and understand? So if you have listened to me for any amount of time, you always hear me share these data and statistics, and I'm going to share them again because repetition never hurt anyone. In fact, I think it really helps. Did you know that one out of four people is touched by alcoholism? That's a lot of people. That's 25% of our population to be touched by one thing. Then did you know out of all those who suffer from alcoholism, did you know that only 10 out of 100 people will even seek help in their entire lifetime? That means that 90% of people will live their entire lives suffering from this. Everyone around them will suffer. Society at large will suffer because this impacts society at large as well. And they will never even seek help in their lifetime and they will die suffering from alcoholism. Then for those 10% who do seek help, they wait on average 10 years before they even seek help. That's a very long time. That's nearly a decade. And then only one out of 10 people will actually get formal help. And for those one out of 10 who get formal help, not many of them truly recover and long-term. And for those who do recover long-term, Not many have a quality of life because they suffer from constant and obsessive thoughts and cravings for alcohol 
all day, every day with no line of defense other than to white knuckle it and to have fear because they know it will happen if they pick up another drink. So these data and statistics show us that this really impacts individuals, families, communities, and society at large. So it's really important to understand what the cause of all this is. And then further, what I would say is, is that whatever you misdiagnose, you will absolutely mistreat. And I definitely think that that's the case of our alcohol recovery system now. I think that as a society at large and the recovery system doesn't really have a true understanding about the true root cause of alcoholism and therefore the treatment that they put in place, the recovery plan that they put in place is not really treating the root cause. And so how can we expect us to have better numbers and outcomes that I just outlined for us? There's no way. And so what I want to propose to you is that alcoholism is absolutely a disorder of someone's brain, a brain disorder, if you will. Because science and research has definitely uncovered that there's something different going on inside somebody's brain who suffers from alcoholism as compared with somebody who doesn't. So let me share with you a little bit of the details of what happens inside somebody's brain who suffers from alcoholism. And so I always use myself and my husband as an example when I talk about this. So let's say my husband and I, we sit down, we want to have a couple cold ones because we're watching our Jets play. And yes, we are Jets fans. Don't make fun of us. But anyways, so we are sitting down and we both take sips of alcohol. And so basically nothing is happening in my husband's brain. He's just sipping alcohol and he's fine. He can put it down if and when he wants to and never to think about alcohol again until his buddy calls him up in a couple months and wants to go to the bar and watch more games. What's going on inside of my brain though is very, very, very different. So basically what's happening is as soon as alcohol is introduced into my system, my brain is releasing an overabundance of endorphins. What this endorphin is indicating to me is that I need whatever substance I just drank, I need that to survive. Endorphins are a very primitive chemical, if you will, in our brain. And so what happens for me is over time, neural pathway builds up. And so when I drink alcohol, I literally cannot stop drinking alcohol because my brain thinks that I need alcohol to survive. And then also what happens is because this neural, so this neural pathway has been built, but then over time, as I keep drinking more and more, it just keeps getting stronger because more endorphins are being shot out as soon as alcohol is introduced to my system and it connects at the receptor site. And so think of it like strings, like more strings just keep getting you know, put on until it's really, really thick. And I have this neural pathway that I need alcohol to survive. And hence, that's why the obsessive and strong thoughts and cravings for alcohol come all day, every day until I pick up a drink and that's the only thing that's going to make them go away. So what I am proposing to you is, is that knowing now the science behind it and what research has uncovered, this isn't a matter of just, you know, choosing to over drink and to not stop after having one or two, because there is so much going on inside the brain chemistry. The brain chemistry is disordered. Somebody is born with a brain disorder called alcohol use disorder. It needs appropriate interventions to heal someone who has this brain. 
And so who am I and why am I so passionate about this? If you've ever heard me speak, you know that I am a survivor of alcohol addiction and I know exactly what it's like to have lived experience seeking help from our trauma and addiction recovery system and to not be able to get better despite seeking help for nearly a decade until I found alternative paths to alcohol recovery. I recovered in just three short months and I've been recovered ever since. And then I went to go take a seat on the other side of the table and I became an expert in the very field that I once sought help from. And my core belief is that if you suffer from this too and you're seeking help and you're not able to get better, it's not your fault. And there is a path forward for you, I promise you. And I can help you find it. And so how can we help those who need help from our alcohol recovery system? So first I wanna invite you to just consider what I'm saying. What if what I am saying is possible? I know that this may be new information for a lot of people, but what if I'm telling the truth? What if the science and the research is right? And then second, I want to invite you to seek out someone who can help you. There are people who believe in alternative approaches to alcohol recovery. And then third, if you're the individual who wants to recover from alcohol addiction, or if you are the person who knows somebody who wants to recover from alcohol addiction, it's all about supporting that person's chosen path of recovery. And with alternative paths to alcohol recovery, there is absolutely a way to become a normal drinker, just enjoying a sip, a few sips, a half a drink, one drink, two, but to be able to with ease and effortlessly put it down if and when you are ready and to never think about it again, just like my husband until a couple months down the road when you're invited to another event, where if you want to indulge in alcohol, you can absolutely do it very successfully and with ease you prefer the sobriety method to be sober, but in a way where you're not suffering from constant and obsessive thoughts and cravings for alcohol all day, every day with no line of defense other than to white knuckle it and to have fear because you're scared of what will happen if you pick up another drink. There is a way to actually be sober and to have a quality of life and to just enjoy your life and literally never think of alcohol again. Thank you so much for sticking around towards the end. And as promised, I have something for you. It's called the She's Recovered Quiz, and it's going to direct you toward the path of alcohol recovery that may be best for you. So if you go to crystalfidelity.com forward slash she's dash recovered dash quiz, you can go ahead and take it. It's completely complimentary, completely my gift to you. So I hope you enjoy. And as always, that link will also be in the show notes for you. Thanks for hanging out with me today and we'll see you next time.